Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone this morning in this beautiful summer weekend? I hope you're having a wonderful day. Here we are, Dr. Brenda Shoshana, with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. <clears throat> and certainly this podcast has <laughs> been going on, I think, over a year. And every day is new, a new day, a fresh day. The time, what I said last year, what I'm saying this year, may be the same thing. But every day is a new day. <clears throat> and every moment is a new moment. And even though we return again and again to the same podcast, to the same topic, to the same morning, it's different. We're different. If we have eyes to see that. Or let's say if we allow it to be different and fresh and brand new. But sadly, many do not, including me, of course, at times as well, too, all of us. Sometimes we feel, oh my goodness, I'm going around and around in a circle, a circle. So let me say the name of our podcast for today is the coin lost in the river is found in the river. <laughs> I love that so much. The coin lost in the river is found in the river. Same place that it was lost. Same place. Same river. So what is this coin that was lost? What is this really talking about? What is this podcast today really looking at? What is it talking to? What point? So, you know, there's such a sense, even as the days go by, the summer comes, the autumn comes, and many people who may have been here last year are not with us anymore this year. New people are, old people aren't, some, some not, some have passed from our view. Passed from our view. That's an interesting way of thinking of it. Maybe not gone, but passed from our view. Can't see them so easily. Where have they gone? Where have they gone? A little child, I heard a little child ask their mother just a few days ago, but where is grandpa now? And the mother very wisely and beautifully said, well, he's just passed from our view. It's right here, but he's just passed from our view. So what we see, we're here, here we are together in the summer tra traveling, having a wonderful time. And, and what we see, we see together. So the little girl said, what, where is that? Where, what do you mean? He passed from our view. Where is that? And the mother said, sweetheart, he's gone home. I loved that. I was thunderstruck, really, listening to this beautiful dialogue between a mother and a little girl out in the country in the summer. No different than a Zen master and a monk. What's the difference? Nothing. The same questions the same concerns come to us year after year, century after century. It's, it's the very question of life. So the mother said, well, he went home. So the little girl said, but where is home? Wow, what a little girl that was, huh? How fortunate was I to listen, to overhear this incredible dialogue. You know, we can hear these kinds of dialogues everywhere. 
especially when there are children involved. They are our greatest teachers for sure. They're not taking things for granted. They, they don't have it all figured out. <laughs> They're much more open to the mystery, to the wonder, to the fascination of the world we're living in. Where is home? The little girl asked her mother. Actually, the mother was stopped. <laughs> she had nothing much to say. She had nothing further to say at that point. Where is home? That little girl gave her mom a wonderful koan. Where is home? Well, her grandpa wasn't here, so he had gone home. So where is home? And the converse of that question is, where are we now? What are we doing? Where are we now? So this little girl had a loss. She lost her grandpa. And the beautiful saying by Ikkyu, this is a, one of the great Zen poets, Ikkyu, his, his, I believe he was the one who did say, the coin lost in the river is found in the river. Her grandpa, who was lost in the river, is found in the river. What, what does he mean by that? What do you mean? It's not just her grandpa that was lost. Pieces of our own lives feel as if they've been lost. Maybe something we cherished is no more something that we cherish. We don't cherish it any longer. Maybe some wisdom we had or some strength we had, we may not feel in touch with it at the moment. Where is it? Where is it? It's lost in the river. Where is this river? What is this all talking about? So in Zen, when we sit down on the cushion, when we stop running around and around looking for the coin, we're all looking for one coin or another, something we've lost or something we really want to find, something precious, something important, something valuable. We run around and we look for it everywhere. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Or we're running around looking for home that's a very, very common search as well. When will I feel really at home? Where should I move to? Where should I live? Where should I vacation? I want so much to feel connected, home, at ease, planted. This is very, very beautiful wishes. I want to be planted. I want to come there and say, ah, this is home. Where is our original Home is the ultimate question we're really asking here. Well, where do I return to? Either when I leave the sight of others or even when I'm drifting around in this world as I do. Where is the place that I will find this coin? And of course, again, the, the, the saying says the coin lost in the river is found in the river. No need to look all over the place. No need to run around, just go to the river where you lost the coin. What does that mean? Well, go to the river, go to the stream of life itself. And the first step by going, we don't, we don't physically go, we stop going, we sit down. We sit down because the stream of life is with us always, it's right here right now. That river is running through our lives <coughs> moment by moment. Maybe we lost our confidence due to a memory or to a fight we had with someone. Maybe we lost our hope because something happened. 
It, where did it happen? Where did we lose our hope into what happened? It's all within us right here, right now. How can we retrieve this coin? Because it does say in the, in the beautiful saying, the coin is found in the river. It's going to be found. Nothing is lost. Basically, we can find it. Again, we can come home. We can know where we are on this earth and where we're going later on. So it's found in the river. So our first step is to just sit still at the river. Go to the river, the river within. Just go there. Go there. Be there. Become one with the river of life. Become one with yourself. Become open to it. You know, one thing about moving water is that in waves, they, the waves take things out to shore and they bring them back in again. The waves go in, the waves come out. Same with the rivers. They flow in, they flow out, there are tributaries streaming. Something is taken, something else is brought. Go to the river. Go to the natural flow of life and be with it and allow it to bring back that coin to you, that hope, that faith, that connection with life. And you know, as you go to the river, as you sit silently, silently, not scratching around the water, just silently waiting open the coin will be brought right, pop right back into your lap. It's actually not lost. It's been there all the time. What we think we've lost is just hiding for a while. That's what this saying is also teaching us. It's not lost. It's just out of sight. Just like this little girl's grandpa. Not lost, not lost, just out of sight. He's in her mind, he's in her heart, he's in her memory. <clears throat> he's all over the place. Same with the coin that you might have lost. A plan that was important, a dream that you had, something meaningful. That seems to have vanished, go to the river. <laughs> go to the river and let it bring to you just what is right. So some people would say, well, you need a lot of faith for this to happen. You need a lot of trust. And yes, that develops, but you don't need the faith and trust first before you do it. Because just doing it itself will bring that faith and trust to you because you'll see what happens. You'll see what happens. So just go and try. Go sit quietly. Sit quietly wherever you may happen to be, because actually when we come back to our original home, it's never anywhere else except where we are right now. Right now the river is flowing. It's just that we have separated ourselves from it. We're paying attention to many, many other things. We're engaged in the world of our senses, what we're seeing, what we're hearing. But when we go to the river, we stop that and we become silent and still. And then the river itself can bring to us something that we have not been able to see. 
the coin that we think is lost, which isn't, it will show it to us in a different way. As we continue to do this in our practice, there is a strong sense of coming home. That's such a wonderful, wonderful feeling to come home. We love to vacation, we love to travel, we love to go places. And then there is also such a relief to come home. We know where we are, we know who we are in home somehow. And with certain people we feel, oh, I can't, I'm home with this person. Or in certain communities we feel, ah, I'm at home here. We resonate, we vibrate together. There's a connection, deep connection. I remember that Soen Roshi, who was a great, great Zen master, he said, wherever I go is my home in eternity. How beautiful he was, unbelievable. He was so much fun, playful, lively. And wherever he went was his home in eternity, he said. He added on, in eternity, because his home was way beyond his brief travels on this earth. He was at the river all the time. He was in all the worlds at once. Wherever I go is my home in eternity. And when we practice and practice whoever I'm with, I'm at home because I'm fundamentally at home with myself. I found my home and then all of this world becomes home to me. So nothing is really lost then. Everything is here. You know, when you're at home, you know where things are. <laughs> you know where things are. They're there. I mean, we don't even cling to the coin because it's in the river and we're in the river and we're all at one. So to close this little talk for today, here's a wonderful poem by Ikkyu. I've been reading Ikkyu and enjoying his poetry so much. And it says, my real dwelling has no pillars and no roof either. So rain cannot soak it and the wind cannot blow it down. How beautiful. No pillars, no roof. Indestructible. <laughs> Where is his real dwelling? Where is your real dwelling? I usually give a few little exercises in our podcast to apply this to our everyday life. So as we run around in summer, vacationing, traveling, going here, coming there, losing this, looking for that, just stop a moment, stop and go to the river, be in your real dwelling. And by the river, I don't mean necessarily only a regular water, river of water, I mean go to the river within. Just go and be there and be silent and be there and find yourself at home. almost coming time now to end for today. Um, by the way, I have my new book, which I think you're going to really enjoy, I hope so, is out now. It's called Zen Play, Instructions on Becoming Fully Alive, and you can get that on Amazon.com. You can get it as a paperback. It will also be up very soon as a, as a Kindle book. You can get it at BNN, wherever you want to get it. 
I hope you enjoyed. I'd love to hear from you. And if you do enjoy it, please make a few comments about that as well. Um, a little reviews are helpful online. So thank you for listening. You can reach me with any questions or comments at topspeaker at yahoo.com. This book shows us how to take our lives and make it all into a koan, which is what it is anyway. It's playful. It shows us how to dance with life and enjoy each moment, to view it through a Zen eye. So come and listen to all of the podcasts, as many as you like. They're all on zenwisdomtoday.com. And thank you, thank you for your emails, and thank you for listening and responding. And I very much, very much look forward to being back with you next week as we continue our journey, our journey home. Have a great, great day.